realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, Abby Cole, Michael Kubiak, and Jameson Lalone, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Hello and welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm Maddie Searle and I will be your Game Master slash Strife player for this game of Agon, which is a fast-paced DTRPG set in ancient Greece. And I will be playing with three wonderful players who are going to introduce themselves and their characters. So I'm going to start off with Ella. Hello, I'm Ella Watts. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a podcast producer and audio drama fan. And I am playing Many Wade Calliope, scion of Demetrius, and who honors the god Hermes, a roguish thief who is trying her best to survive this adventure. Fabulous. And Headley. I'm Headley Knight of We Fix Space Junk, the sci-fi sitcom podcast. And in this session, I will be playing Himbocules, son of Dreos, and honoring the god Poseidon. Wonderful. And finally, James. Hello, I'm James Barbarossa, and today I will be playing clear-voiced Kante, a bard, and the bard of uh, Himbocules' ship now. Um, I prefer to play a tune than do a physical fight, though I've got my... uh, my uh, friendly animal Boris, who's his own thing, stop asking. Um, and I, I will be uh, serving the honoring the god uh, Dionysus today uh, in an attempt. My theater and wine revelry will uh, will prove me a rock star. Fabulous. And so last we left off, um, our heroes had arrived at the island of Krios, where everything was in turmoil because the, the fated Pillar of Storms had been stolen by a pirate queen and uh, an imminent harpy attack was also on the horizon. So um, our heroes dashed across the sea to try and catch up with the pirates. And now um, they are just about to face off with uh, Thessakaira, the dreaded pirate queen. And uh, you can see her her battle-hardened crew, which is in the book. Her battle-hardened crew are arming themselves with various swords and axes and um, mauls and just getting ready to absolutely lay into you. So um, Kante looks up from the, from the notes he's been writing, finishing off that limerick he started earlier and is like, Oh, um, 
Calliope, it doesn't seem like this has worked. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. I, whatever, it's just, I shouldn't have fucking tried. Never mind. Do they know we're after them? Do we, I mean, I don't, we could pretend that we're uh, here to help them. I'll follow your lead. They don't look like they need an awful lot of help. Yes. But, um, we can give it a go. Calliope, would you say you're a pirate? She kind of thinks about it for a second. Looks at a couple of us scars. I mean, I definitely, I've flirted with the profession. Uh, wouldn't call myself a career pirate, but definitely taken some freelance definitely work. definitely flirted, I've seen that. Yeah, I mean, I love a pirate. It's something about, you know, it's just the swashbuckling it gets We me. saw it five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, um, oh, not because I think it will help, just... It clears up a it clears up a few syllables in in one of my lines of my limerick, so I just. Uh, okay, can we can we can we stab? Can we do the? Can we stab them? Can we just? I want to do some stabbing, please. I will. I will do. Sorry, you're suggesting we go and stab all the pirates with their their axes and maces. That is the that is the traditional uh, method of war. See, so we've just come from a war and starting another one. Imbercules stares off into the distance, arms on hips. The wind blows through his hair. Sorry, what was I talking about? <laughs> can can they, if you wanna if you wanna talk to them, I'll back you up. Hippocles, what what would you prefer to do? Let's just get everybody's opinion on what we should what I think we should do. Calliope thinks that we should stab them. What do think you stabbing think is very do? cathartic, you know. Uh, you I mean, know. there was a, recently a book published on catharsis and like its use in like drama and stuff and like it's this really cool concept where you kind of like break a period of tension by like introducing yeah. something different and I think for me it would be cathartic to stab someone. So Calliope wants to knife all of these pirates as a radical act of self-care. Himbocules, um do you have any other, uh, what, what, what do you think we should do? Well, I do like hand-to-hand combat uh, as much as the next man. I, I do like to solve my problems with steel. But I'm getting that. I'm not entirely sure running directly into a, a pirates on their home turf is is going to be. Maybe we should talk first, stab right. later. So primary primary line of attack. So talk. we'll approach and perhaps y- you know um, you can Hembocules, sire, my lord. You can perhaps talk to this pirate queen via the medium of me. Um, and if it all starts to go <laughs> south, uh, Calliope, just while we're doing that, sneak around the back. Get them while I have them distracted. I love that plan. Also, did just think I've decided that I'm a character who likes reading because it amuses me. Um, there is also this other you. thing I read, which is <clears throat> water does conduct electricity, especially salty water. Uh and uh, they do have a pillar of lightning, and we are on a boat. Yes. So I'm just thinking... We're in the water. Maybe we want to account for that, yeah. We should get out of the water. Yeah, like somewhere where we're grounded, maybe. But are they not also equally in the water? They are, but they can control the pillar. I think they're in a water on in the way that they're on an island. Are they in a ship? They're also in a ship. Oh, that's nice. I'm just thinking that they could electrocute us or set our ship on fire with their Zeus pillar. Um. Then let's their god rod. Let's yeah. signal them. I have a suge- I I have a deal. I think we can strike with them. Is the deal handing me, me over more. to the pirate crew? No, but it seems like 
maybe you wish that it was. I mean, I wouldn't be, I feel like I've definitely read a poem about, you know, a mercenary who gets handed over to a pirate queen and every day the pirate queen well, says she's going to kill her, but like then she doesn't. Wait, hmm. no. That sounds pretty hot. So if we need to sweeten the deal by offering you as I suppose a, a, a concubine, I suppose, is this what you're I, suggesting? Listen, or? I'm a body of all trades. I can fight. I can do other things. I'm. These arms are not just made for stabbing. Well, you know, I, I just wouldn't want to put you in there. I, I wouldn't want to do that ah, to you. Ah, hugging. Hugging. That's the one, Himbo. Yes, Himbo I've also been told my big arms are good for would be good mm-hmm. for hugging. Mm-hmm. But only I told. You do a lot of you do a lot of wrestling too. Hmm? Yes, is that mm-hmm. cardio? Yeah. It's good. It's it's manly. It's manly. Very to, manly. To, to, to manhandle your. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Agreed. We'll crack them a deal, and if we need to offer Calliope uh, to sweeten the deal, then I suppose that's what you can always break out and run away later. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, I'll come back to you. Have a friendly wrestle. Why not? We could offer them. Uh, just a com- we, we, we could wrestle for it. I feel like I put your mind on wrestling and now it's not going to get away from wrestling and Himbokulis. I respect that about you, but I feel like this is a revelation to have another time. Although, you know, I had Kante recently got really interested in uh, competitive wrestling. Rest- competitive wrestling? Love the stuff. You never said we haven't wrestled. We should wrestle. Um, I think we'll get this done first and we can have a rousing discussion about it later on. <laughs> Meanwhile, as you're talking, the pirate ship full of bloodthirsty pirates is just inching closer and closer. <laughs> signal to them we wish to communicate. Um, yes, signal to them that we wish to communicate. Very well. Um, who, know, who knows the signals? Do we have signals? I mean, a white flag. I think... Himbokulis, well, I, I feel like you that's, didn't do I feel a like lot in the war. Surrender. Well, I could take off my white shirt, <laughs> pull off my white shirt and... Revealing us somehow. No, 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 because this is surrender. We don't want to surrender. We want to call for a parlay. That that is that is true. Uh, Okay. Should I put the shirt back on? No, no. I mean, feel free to leave it off. Uh, (laughs) Okay. You know, I mean. Oh, it's it's a nice feeling of the wind on my oiled. It wasn't doing much for you. I've never seen seams working so hard. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Look, I'll ask around the crew to find out. How about the one who's actually in charge of the re- the real crew? I'll find the sailor that actually runs the ship, and ask them whether they know the this the uh, the universal signal for for parlay. I mean, I think we all know that I run the ship, but um, yeah, no, yeah, but the actual the, the sailor, steerer. One. yeah, there's the, oh, the you steerer. mean Salicus. Salicus. Sa- Salicus. I'll find Salicus and ask Salicus whether they know. Um, how we can, how we how like whether they can get us to to give them a signal to, that we wish to parlay. Yeah, Salicus, uh just very matter of fact, says you just yell at them, just just yell you want to talk. Excuse me, I I know you want to have a fight, but I thought we could have maybe a conversation first. J- just you've got a very clear voice, Bard. That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you before we do a stabbing, if that's all right. All right. Uh, I suppose uh, if uh, if we can come to some kind of arrangement, then that might be. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather not kill everyone in sight, but I, I might do that. We'll see how it goes. Well, the day is still young. She um, get puts a gangplank between the ships and invites you to come aboard. I think we should meet on neutral ground. On the plank. We should hold this conversation. On the planks. Unless you're a coward. All right, if you if you uh, 
My balance is excellent, so um, if oh, you're... Oh, see, my balance uh... is less than excellent. Okay, well, you can stay on our ship. I'll stand on the plank. She stands on the plank. Then we'll, you know, plank plank off to each H other. Hemocules. Stand, like a standoff, but on no. planks. What formidable opponents... I'm going to attempt to invite to her onto our ship. All right. Um, trying to work out if this is worth a roll or not. Um, I'll get Shephocles to prepare some antipasti. <laughs> <laughs> is everyone on our ship their job title and then Achilles? It's like a lot of vocational. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, I love this with him determinism. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a very vocational ship. Everyone who got on the ship really achieved their dreams, and now this is kind of the epilogue. And I'm proud of them for that. It's actually a lot of trans sailors on board this ship who chose their names once they kind of like figured out their gender and then they were like, you know what, why not just like mix it in one? It's like my career, it's my name, it's my gender, it's everything. Shephocles. Oh there was a oh there was a Bardocles, but I um he, yeah, they mysteriously went missing, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, they got rather distracted before we left port and I'm afraid they weren't able to come. I'm going to say that Thessakaira is not really threatened by your display thus far, Splendid. and so feels relatively safe to step aboard your ship. <laughs> Good eye. All right. It's working. Fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, co I'm coming aboard. My, my mates are just right behind me, so if you have uh, try any funny business, we've got flaming arrows, we've got zappy pillars, we've got all sorts, so don't try any funny business, all right? Of course. Yes, they, don't forget they do have the god rod. The God Rod, indeed. All right, so what what do you want to talk to me about? So, I'm very Th busy. Thessakira, is it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, can I call you Thess? No. Thessakira. Uh, Thank you. Uh, your Majesty, uh, Your Highness. Um, now, it has come to our attention that you are in possession of a God Rod of sorts, a pillar of storms and lightnings and divine power and such like. Um, um, I w would, uh, first of all, my question is why? Because I'm a pirate and I like to steal things and zapping ships from afar makes it easier to steal from them. So you really are committed to the actual possession itself of the actual pillar? Y yeah, yeah, that was kind of the whole idea. Okay. Could I offer you a suggestion? We they have asked us to retrieve this pillar for them. Now, if we were to take the pillar back to them it you know perhaps we get lost perhaps we end up going the long way around the island and in the meantime they're vulnerable to any robbings and piratings and such like um and uh, you, you can acquire some of their gold while we sail the long way around to return the pillar to them uh you know they're they're left um undefended while we're um getting this uh pillar uh, while you uh, head around there and um, take some money. Well, uh, thing is, see, this this is basically my ticket to endless wealth, and you're offering me a one-stop shop of wealth. Right. So that's not really, it's not really adding up for me. Hmm. Unfortunately. Mm. I'm seeing that. Um, could you perhaps just steal it again? Well, thing is, thing is, uh, I kind of had an inside man. Uh, that that priest fella, you probably met him. He just he just full on like let me take it. He just let me. He didn't he didn't kick up a fuss at all. He was like, fine, all right, go for it. So uh, don't know what his game is, since it was in his temple and all. But uh, yeah. And you so, didn't uh, think that that would be a trap? Not particularly. I mean, look at look at my pirates. They're they're bloody, bloody, they're great. 
So, uh, yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd slash anyone to bits in a second, so um, he's yes, no match and, for and they Yes, and they seem committed to you wholeheartedly. There's no way they could be one around away from being on your side at all. I see what you're saying, but uh, they're they're pretty much, they're they're absolutely pretty much my guys. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. They'd never do... They would never, under any duress from me, do anything to hurt you. Um, I think you can see a couple of pirates in the back just sort of trying to gesture at you like with wide eyes being like i don't really like it here Ugh. so you can kind of get the sense that maybe a few of them are right. are willing to mutiny but only if it's definite that they okay. win so it looks like it would be fairly tough for me to convince your crew to mutiny against you it sounds like they would never do anything to hurt you calliope kick off the plank himbocules grab her they can't get us while she's here cool Go doing it, it. <laughs> grab all right, um, give me uh let's have a contest of blood and valor, I'll say. Himbocles, you're good at yes. that, aren't you? I'm good at that. Uh, and I'm and I am distracting her, so uh, can I add an assist D6 to that in my distraction? Um, you can all participate in the contest if you want, Marvelous. or you can or you can assist someone else if you want. It's, it's, there's no limits to how many people can join in. Well, why don't Calliope and Himbocules give that a shot, and I'll just assist um, Himbocules. Aye, aye, Captain. Cool. All right, take a bond cool. and a glory. Uh, a bond with Himbocules. I'm going to use my epithet, strong-limbed. I'm going to use my Blood and Valor D8, and then an extra D6 from Kante. And I'm going to do my name. I don't think my epithet applies here. Um, and my Blood and Valor D6, and then I'll invoke uh, my... I mean, B. arguably many way applies everywhere, because you can say any method of doing anything is a way of many ways. I did think about that when I chose the epithet, but I was like, but I don't mm -hmm. want to be mean to Maddie. So, um... Reasonable. <laughs> Um, and I'll invoke the favour of Poseidon for fortitude for moving this great big bloody plank. So um, the target number that you're wanting to hit is 12 again. Oh, I got so, a 10. Oh, and if you if you fail, I, you take another I mark of pathos, unfortunately. Yeah, invoke something. A conviction? Because I don't hesitate. I just go boom and I just grab this dangerous pirate queen yeah, that should give right in front edge. of all the people who are protecting her. I, th I think that's conviction. So if I call to Demeter and invoke invoke her name and then i take my two highest of my main role and then add the invocation yes you add the you add the d4 to your two highest of the rest of your dice so that's seven plus four so that's 11 did you say it was 12. yeah no oh no oh. I keep on rolling sevens on a D8, that's why. I'm so sorry. My D8 is a one. <laughs> so, and have you got the um, the die from die from Kante as well in there? Yeah, because I've got three, and that was a, I got one of my D6s as a one. Then my two D6s for name and epithet are a five and a two. Sometimes right, things so go wrong four. in Greek myths. Kante, yeah. I feel like this entire island is the story of Kante bosses it, whilst Timbercules and Calliope just kind of try to help, but not. Like, uh, 
Calliope is suffering a lot. Well, that we well, see that's because I rolled an eight on my d8 for that one yeah, yeah. time. Like, Kante is fucking bossing. I, I mean, I'm kind of okay with this because Calliope suffering a lot does fit her emo aesthetic. She's just like, she's she's got all the pathos. She's so fucking sad. She's so fucking bad at everything. She's just like, oh. <laughs> Whereas Kante is the most successful doer of nothing in <laughs> this side of Crete. So, so I'm going to put a mark in pathos. Yes. Um, I, I want to say for this one that I think what happens is I do literally try to kick the plank and the plank is long enough to join two ships together which means I assume that it's about 20 feet long and when I kick it I just break a toe like it yeah. doesn't <laughs> unfortunately and uh, Hibocules how are you attempting to before he's even s- stopped saying grab her I, I'm, I'm already one arm swoop by the waist pick her up in one motion oh no you're doing the romantic swoop she herself is 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 quite muscular and quite strong and very very uh, deserving of the name Pirate Queen. And she elbows me in the face, kicks me in the knee, and then propels off and lands on her feet, uh, most perturbed. Yeah, and she is back among her her loyal pirates again. And unfortunately, um, in combat with her crew at her side, uh, Thessakara is epic. So you have to mark Pathos in order to enter a contest against an epic foe. So if you want to fight her now, then that's what you gotta do. Could I, while these guys are scrabbling, try and those couple of pirates that didn't seem to like her, try and eye them up and be like, hey, what's your deal? How, how, you, how you doing? Um, can you give me, uh, let's do an arts and oration roll to see if you can persuade them. I don't have stats for the, for the sailors. With my clear so. voice? Yeah, yeah. So I did get a 12. Amazing. They got an eight, so. When you guys needed a 12. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, hey, you're, you're, this is helpful, and you're again. This is Kante's island. This is why? Kante's legend. This yeah. is why the legend I... of that one that one day when Kante was a fucking badass, and they I'm constantly not doing any of the important to... things. <laughs> okay. So you get eight eight glory off of that, and oh by the God. way, um, Calliope and Timbocules, you got one glory for failing that previous one. Oh, oh good. I am now on a total of five. Okay, that's fun because I'm on a total of. 27. Yeah! <laughs> Kante, like, fully. This is Kante's this is island. Not, this, this is, is Kante's not... legend. They're going to oh, rename no. this island At some point, your name... Kante. It's going to be like... like it. They're going to have a statue to Kante. It's going to be made of marble. Kante... Can... I am... I am feeling very bad about it because I feel like I'm doing none of the important tasks but rolling really high. Kante, of course, is loving it. Um. <laughs> and also, to be fair, like I think, like the 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 point of the game is the idea is that you kind of roll dice, and then as you roll dice, you let it determine which character is kind of leading the day and making it their myth. So I think I think this makes sense and is good. Pirates, join our crew. We have soldiers and a prince here, and we can we can definitely secure you safe passage away from this perilous uh, uh, queen that you found yourself. Uh, mixed up in. Alright, that sounds pretty good. She's not very nice. Also, have you noticed she was referring to the wealth that you'd be acquiring with the pillar as her wealth? Her source of bottomless wealth. Oh yeah, that's that's not very nice, so she should share it out a bit more. If, if we join you, will you share things? Yes, we are the sharers. We share and share alike. Fine. You can have him Hercules' portion. Gold is meaningless to him. True! <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, let's not get too carried away, but 
For Himbokules, the more gold you lose, the more friendship you'll gain. You're not losing money, you're spending money. I do cherish friendship. And look at these yeah. new friends who will take your gold. Money can't buy you love, Himbokules. I, I just hear an, an ominous sound above me <laughs> of the copyright gods. <laughs> Are you wanting to try and fight your way to grab the Pillar of Storms? Feels like the narratively appropriate thing to do in this moment. So, All right. yeah, sure. yeah, cool. So, um, it's a contest of Blood of Valor. Um, I'm going to roll for Thessakaira and... Um, and we need to take Pathos just for starting, Yeah, you we? need to take Pathos just for entering the... Can we get Pathos back? Is that um, healable? So, basically, when you leave the island and you're chilling on your ship, you automatically get rid of all your Pathos. So, it's the Pathos only is active is... for one island at a time. I, I wanna I wanna do the contest because I wanna see if I'm gonna fill up my pathos and end up with some fate because I think that that would be narratively juicy. So I'm just gonna keep fucking throwing myself into yeah. these things. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Kante's doing well. Um, Kante, the clear voiced, will join the fray. More specifically, Boris will start grabbing people's ankles. Yes. Yeah. See if Boris Amazing. can see if Boris can get a stinky armpit bite in on the pirate queen. Can I invade? have faced us for the ingenuity of tricking the pirates into joining our side as we and saying, get them, boys. I, I'd like to do my epithet many ways, because I think Calliope's whole thing is that she doesn't kill people the straightforward way, and she's kind of like tricksy and fainty and kind of like coming up from behind people and things. The way of all ways as your, as your combat style. <laughs> um, and then the, um, I want to uh, invoke Hermes again, because I'm, I'm hoping that of the three times I've invoked the gods, I won't get a one, but it could happen again, and then I know the gods hate me. Um, but for daring, because I think this is a daring thing to do. Absolutely. Um, it didn't right, go so... well. Oh no! You're. Um, Neither I did keep mine. rolling ruddy seven, so your target number once again is twelve. Oh no! No chance in hell. Oh, I got a twelve. <gasps> really? Yeah. Amazing. So, so yeah, it's of of my sixes and eights. It's the highest of those. The highest two of those, which is a six on my eight and a three on my six. And then I got a three on my god die. Incredible. Sweet. Um, I got a ten. Um, I did get a three on my god die, so maybe Hermes doesn't completely hate me, but I did I did once again fail. All now right. if I include all of my dice rather than just taking the top two, I did get a four. Kante <laughs> so. is not a fighter. I got two ones. I got two ones and a two. So Kante is going to send Boris in and be like, "Get him, Boris!" and then turn around and see like a pirate right behind him already and be like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was what Boris Dolling was for," and just get decked. <laughs> All right. So yeah, unfortunately, you've uh, now got a bit of a, a, an egg on the side of your head from where you've been whacked by a pirate's Sizable club. One. And you take a mark of pathos for getting hit because um, uh, you have suffered against a perilous foe. Nasty business. Um, and uh, Calliope, what, uh, what does your attempt to battle the pirates look like? I, I think I think she goes in and they get a couple of good hits, couple of surprises. And then at some point, someone just like fully like runs him through, maybe like through the shoulder or something. The shoulder is always a convenient place because it's not lethal, but it is a significant injury. Um, mm, so yeah. like, uh, I, I, I think, yeah, like I think that she's kind of like ducking and weaving and, and, and trying to do what she can, but is clearly losing against superior numbers and force. 
and at some point someone just catches her off guard and fully just runs her through and she's like not able to really keep fighting as she is. Um, she's also one point away from agony, so she's it's a real bad day. It's a bad Oof. day. Oh um, dear. So oh she's dear. not doing great. She's kind of like clutching her shoulder on the deck and kind of like looking at all of these pirates surrounding her, at which point I'm assuming Hibocules. Yes. Hero of the hour, Hibocules, how do you single-handedly defeat these pirates? Stylishly. I stand up onto the, the steadfast plank, raise my sword in the air, and I say, I, Hibocules, the strong-limbed scion of Dreos, in the name of the, the god of gods, Zeus, I command my authority over you. Hand over your whatever it is we're after and, and, and bow to us. I charge over. Ugh, oh, slashing down loyal pirates. The pirates who are putting their hands up, I usher back to our ship and then finally get to the pirate queen. And with a kick, she falls to the ground and I put my sword up to her throat and say, we'll be taking your god rod. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take your god rod, all right. He'll do it. He'll take the whole thing. <laughs> In the name of Zeus, return this item. All right, you've won this one, but we shall meet again someday. You shall rue the day that you crossed the pirate well, I queen. Could just, I could just stab you in the throat now, and then that won't happen. True. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do that. Okay. Kill her, headbutt. <laughs> she's already said she's gonna come back, so just kill her. <laughs> Invest in your future, bud. It would not be the gentlemanly thing to do. There is no pride in an easy kill. There's no honor among thieves. Just knife them. <laughs> but we're not thieves. They're thieves. <laughs> All right. So you you bundle the uh, the pillar of storms um, back onto your ship and make a swifty egg, sw a swift exit with a, a I'm assuming with a couple of, of former pirates now joined to your crew. Um, mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got like swashbucklies um... and Stefan. <laughs> Peglegacus. Swash <laughs> we've got swashbucklies and Stefan, who never really felt like he fit in. <laughs> what a shame. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. You are triumphant as you um, sail back to um, back to the island that uh, I should have mentioned earlier is called Creos. That is what it is called. Maybe there was a sign outside the town that said, welcome to Creos. Maybe there we wasn't. didn't stop to look. Didn't stop to look. Now, it does occur to me, now we have the lightning rod. So why don't we just keep it? Because it doesn't seem like that. Because all we're going to do, look, now... This was partially a joke, but actually I'm convinced of this now that I've started talking, which is my strongest <laughs> trait. Um, I, I'm the most convinced of things when I get convinced of them after I've started talking. Himbercules, my lord, it, does, it seems to me that these people can't be trusted with the pillar, since the very priest who cares the most about it handed it over to pirates. If we give it to them, what's to say it won't be given into the hands of some some worse person, some some crueler or more evil power who can would control the very strength of the gods. Seems to me, perhaps, if we kept a hold of it in your trusty and pure-hearted hands, uh, strong-limbed arms and glistening biceps... Um, can't take, can't take, can't take. Do you have strong arms? Um, then perhaps we could um, <laughs> utilise it for, for good in ways that the town was unwilling to do. I just want to say, Calliope is like stitching like the massive gash in her shoulder whilst we're having this conversation, <laughs> just like sitting on a bench, just like fucking. Um, it's like, Kante, Doris I know. Is holding ice to the lump on my head. Candy, oh. <laughs> um, I know you like the mental image of him, Hercules, fondling the pillar, but listen, the pillar attracted a bunch of angry harpies. So if we take the pillar with us, we will attract we'll both the wrath of Zeus and angry harpies. Neither of which are conducive to safe travelling because that was what they said that the harpies were people. No, but that—that's the reason that it because what they said was the harpies are indicative of the wrath of Zeus because Hera took it from Zeus and gave it to them, and then Zeus was attacking their island. So we will have harpies and lightning coming after us, which is why presumably the priest wanted to get rid of it because it was causing all of this trouble. I'm not sure. Why didn't he give it to the? Could we speak to the harpies? Yeah, maybe returning it to Zeus could be like an idea. I mean, there was that sunken lightning I was, temple. But they don't have gold. I was about to say, I did I did um, in, invoke the power of Zeus to regain this, so if we kept it. That's true. Uh, that would probably put us in a pretty bad situation. Whereas returning it to well, them no, so yeah, I think re- to Okay, the then might I, might I proposition a middle ground? Mm-hmm. We return to the town. We take the gold anyway, mm-hmm. with the pillar as a threat. I like this plan. And then we head on to the harpies and give it to them. I think this is. And a then great we idea. do a runner. Yep, Split sure. the difference. Yeah. I say yay, but I also say perhaps we can get them to donate they... and convince them that they do not want the pillar. We'll take it off your hands. 
I mean, I do think mm, there's something yeah. shady going on with Ionestos, like, letting this go, but then acting as if he hadn't. Like, that definitely feels... And he was also saying that he sh- we shouldn't, they shouldn't be defending themselves against the harpies. They should be going after the pillar when he was the one who gave the pillar away. Yeah, this feels like a little bit of a... You know when priests want to get more power, so they set up like a thing where they piss off the gods so that everyone turns to them because they want to go to the priest whenever the gods are angry with you, and it feels like he's kind of doing a bit of a coup and drawing attention and power away from right, so we'll, like we'll Melatea. Right, so we'll turn him in. We'll turn him in. And then we'll see if they can. we can convince them to give us any money, and if they won't, we'll say, well, we do have the lightning thing, so probably also just give us the money. Yeah. And then we'll return it to the harpies. I mean, I really like this one. It seems like a solid plan. Honestly, Kante, you have been surprisingly competent today. Overall. Thank you. Wait, surprisingly? What do you mean surprisingly? Fourth fourth word. (laughs) To the temple. All right. So uh, you (laughs) you reach the the harbor once more. And uh, unfortunately, you see um, harpies swooping down from the sky and attacking the town. Um, they are in the midst of an airborne battle. Um, Melatia is um, holding her own. She is um, very bravely fending off the harpies. Ionestes is is more of the cowering sort. Um, he's just kind of crouched in a corner, whimpering. Um, so, uh, what would you like to do? Mel! Just pull up while we're still on the ship. <laughs> Mel! Yeah, what is it? Ion betrayed you and gave the pillar to the pirates. He is very much not Ion like a lion in Zion. He's Ion like a little coward, and he's given away your your lightning pillar. And that's why these harpies are attacking you. Now, if you give us money, we will stop these harpies attacking you. Give us the gold now, and we'll do it. All right. Uh, I'm kind of busy here, but um, I'll do my best. Uh, Do we have an accord? Fine, fine. Just get these bloody things off. Brilliant. I think that I heard just there that she would pay us 50% extra for, you know, an I'm fairly certain that's what I heard. It was a bit muffled, but I I don't know. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Mel, I'm afraid you're going to have to sort this out. We heard that you said 50% more. We're going to have to keep this deal hashed out before we help you. I'm really... Children are dying. 50% then? On top? Fine, just Splendid. go into the gold mines and take what you want. We're, we'll not stop you. Just take oh. what you want from the gold mines. Well, then we have an agreement. We'll take whatever we want. So, um, can we try and signal the harpies? Uh, Himbocules, you're yeah, a, I think, you do it. I think, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up the rod without any mm-hmm. thoughts of looking at the instructions, stand right at the, the tip, <laughs> of, the sh- the tip, the tip <laughs> of the ship, <laughs> and I'm going to hold it high and go, in the name of Zeus! <laughs> I just like a crack of lightning come out of it. I return to you what once was taken from you. And hopefully that will work. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to say that this is the climactic battle of the island. So it will be a three-stage contest. First off, we are going to do a clash where um, the heroes and the opponent maneuver for a superior position to gain an advantage. And the winner of this contest gets a D10 advantage die, which they can use during the battles. Each hero can choose which domain they roll. So um, one person could do Blood and Valor, one person could do Arts and Narration. You can just, you can choose among yourselves which ones you want individually. Um, And yeah, basically the winner of this will get an extra die in their favor continuing forward. So, uh, First off, 
I will roll for the harpies. Um, and they are freely striking from the air, so they are epic. So you have to mark pathos to enter a contest against them. Uh-oh. So uh, I think Calliope's entering agony if I'm uh, Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I kind of do want to do this, though, because I, I want to get up See to fate, happens. and I only need two more pathos to get up to fate. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and as, and as soon as you enter fate, you get a boon. For the, yeah, you, that, the first time you get what? fate, you get a boon. That's, that's yeah, kind of what to. I'm thinking. It's like it's like it's the kind of consolation prize for suffering so much and being so terrible is you get boons, which hopefully help Damn you it. do better against the problems. Then I don't get to go to fate. All I have is, is this twenty-eight glory that's just You're, all burning I have its hole is in glorious my and legendary. <laughs> oh. The harpies are razor clawed and hate filled. So also um, they are perilous. So if you uh, um, suffer against them, you mark you mark pathos and also because they are sacred if you suffer against them you get rid of a divine favor and if you have no divine favor to get rid of then you mark a fate so oh, they're tough oh, we're in trouble mm. we're in trouble now um just checking maddie can i still do the contest if i'm in agony, agony? i think i can because you mark yes. fate if you suffer right but like okay cool yes just wanted to make yeah, sure you can you can still do all the stuff, but you're just getting closer to death with everything you do. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> fun! <laughs> oh, joy. I'm going to add my epithet then as well. Because she's Trixie. She's Trixie girl. I'm assuming everyone is participating in this contest. Yes. Yes. Hercules are strong limbed. Fabulous. Sign of Dreos using blood and valor and invoking. I'm going to invoke, invoke fortitude from Poseidon because I feel like I'm doing the right thing here. I'm not going to be, I'm returning this this rod and um, I'm not going to be swayed from that by some scream boys. Your target number that you have to beat is 11. So not as bad oh. as the previous few, but still pretty high. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> 15. Oh, amazing. Sweet. I I actually got a 13. Oh, yeah. And how did Kanto do? Uh, I got a 6 on my D8 and a 6 on my 6. None of you suffered, so you don't mark any more pathos and you don't have to get rid of any more divine favor, so you're all Ooh. successful. Um, and that also means that um, the person who is best, which is Himbocules, gets a D10 to use at any other point in the battle Ooh. that he wishes also feels narratively appropriate considering we're trying to like appease Zeus and Himbocules is a follower of Zeus. Well I think I've been going back to being a follower of Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but you did say like in the name of Zeus I give it back. I did yeah yeah. So starting with Kante what how do you successfully deal with the harpies in whatever way you choose? So I will strum my uh, barbiton uh, in a powerful, uh, rhythmic uh, song of the sky, really try and try and get some thunderous uh, chords in there to try and attune with their whole general vibe and attempt to complement them musically rather than um, rather than collide with them and uh, uh, try to make it clear to them that we're uh, that we're in sync with them rather than against them. Very nice. So you can you can see the um, the harpy's strange uh, womanly faces sort of 
off to one side as they hear the music and they're slightly confused, but also they start, like, you can see them kind of tapping their little uh, clawed feet in the air, going like, oh, yeah, I kind of like this. This is this is my jam. So, uh, and next up is Calliope. What are you doing? I'm just going to do this because I think it will be cool. Um, so... Do it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, uh, many-wayed Calliope, scion of Demetrius, who honours the god Hermes, climbs up the rigging of the ship, runs along the top of the the beam holding the mainsail and jumps off holding a rope into the cloud of harpies and as she kind of like swings down through them she shouts as she goes we are not your enemies um and then kind of comes to a crashing stop next to Hercules on the ship fabulous um, the harpies are very taken by that. Some of them are kind of batting their eyelashes in your direction. Um, and so finally, Hemboculis, what? How, how are you best and how do you um, completely nail this? Okay. Well, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> standing up at the the stern of the ship? Is that the front? Bow. Bow. I was going to say bow, but then I thought that was the back for some reason. So I'm up at the, the bow of the ship and, I, and I've called out and I say to them like do not fight us we fight for you we fight for Zeus and then the I, I look at the ones who are stopping I look at the ones who are thinking about it and the ones who are still dedicated to fighting us I take out my sword slash one in half stab another two at the same time with the same sword and pull out a javelin that was just down on the floor and throw it at the last one and say like now stop fighting us and then, uh, then the rest of them all stop, and they and they all quiet down. Their teeth and claws subside, and um, I guess they they flutter around and start to float away. Um, unfortunately, because this is only the first round of the battle. Oh, they don't. They do don't that, do that. Then, so. Sorry, I'm sorry to <laughs> to cross your parade, but they do definitely. They are all um, definitely thinking about it. They're all definitely stopping and considering. And wondering what these strange little humans are doing down on the down in the ship, um, and so we're we're moving up to the threat phase. Calliope, I can see that you've caught some of their eyes. Um, I would be careful if you plan on um, hooking up with these bird creatures. I wouldn't want you to contract harpies. Okay, can they into the sea? This this coming from the poet who slept with a siren in the last city. Well, well, I don't see how that's relevant. All right. So um, in the threat phase, the opponent lashes out, causing disasters to be named. Um, so uh, you can choose to either um, seize control and gain the upper hand and be able to set the stakes of the finale, or you can choose to defend against a, a disaster. So the two disasters, the two threats that are facing you are the harpies will continue to kill the villagers or the harpies will kill Melitia. K- Kante is going to definitely go for us, go go to see, try and seize, push their luck. And, you know, it's gone well today already. Kante will definitely go for, go for seizing. Calliope oh. is going to try and defend the villagers. I, th- I think Melitia is super hot, but I think Calliope has some feelings about being kind of a homeless orphan thief who no one ever particularly cared about protecting and now kind of has the same sympathetic vibes to the villagers, which means she's going to be extra sad if she fails. Um, yeah, she should swing down there and join Mel and fight by her side in a glorious uh, display of heroism. Woo, woo, 
know Greek warriors. <laughs> I was gonna say if if she dies, doesn't that mean we don't get paid? But she did say we could, in front of everyone, just we can just go it. into the gold. So mine. worst comes to the worst. I will once again roll for the harpies. They're still razor clawed, so they're still perilous. So you still have to mark a, a pathos, and you also have to get rid of a divine favor. Um, and if you have none, then you have to mark fate. Your target number is. Oh, mama. That is nine plus five. So that is uh, 14. Oh, we're, we're so fucked. I'm yeah, so that was on the D10. That was a nine on the D10. I'm sorry. <laughs> so there's no way I can win this one, yeah? By definition, I lose. Unle- you can also call in bonds where you can get a copy of fellow player's name die and you can you there's no limit to the number of bonds that you can call in. Yikes. So I'm going to roll my name, my epithet, my arts and oration, which is D D8, and then a D6 from each of you. Yep. I'm happy for that. Yeah. And I might invoke a god. Cool. Yeah. And the, the D4s yeah, think, get added on top. I think, I think you'll need top, to, really. So that's, even though it's... I think, no, yeah, but the, the problem is if I don't get a D8 then there's no way of winning. But that's the thing. That's why, like, the extra D6s are only upping your chances of getting a good roll, whereas invoking a god actually adds on to the top of your because roll. Because you always invoking get a god the god adds on to the top of your yeah, roll. Because yeah, because you, you pick yeah. the two highest dice from your pool, but you always get the D4. So yeah. the, D4 the D4 is always like good to have. Little bombs. Little presents. Well, let's give end. it a damn try. Yeah, everyone make their rolls, please. Um, Good college I feel like try. I should tell Maddie that I am on two points of fate before rolling. Um, <laughs> Ooh, mama. <laughs> so have you taken a boon? But, so yeah, but you do, do you get a boon because uh, I, I was gonna. I was. I wasn't sure if I would do that after this or before this. I can do that right now. Um, Go for it. anything to help. <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> for anything to help when you're in agony is fine. Fourteen. Nice. Right. Ooh, five. Yes. Five. Three and six. Five. Yes. If Amazing. I get that, I get that D four on top of the roll. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So we've got we've got one success at least. Yay! And that is the C's. So it was Invocules's dice that got me the D six. Nice. Friendship, comrades. Friendship. Okay, so I'm thinking I'm not going to throw everything in on this. Um, can I just assist um, Calipé instead? Um, you can, but then that means that Melatia will die. Christ, this is. I I have to I have to invoke a god, but I, I'll invoke a god, but I won't throw my d10 in yet. And I'm gonna invoke Poseidon, my last invokey. That is ten. Oh, I got an eight. If it helps, the villagers and Melatia are not doing well. Oh <laughs> no. Oh no! All right, starting with Calliope, how do you attempt to um, safeguard the the townspeople? Okay, so uh, Meniway Calliope, sign of Demetrius, whose honored god is Hermes, has never been part of a family or community, and so they try to like fight to protect these people, but he's just not used to watching anyone else's back. Like she she is used to only ever looking after herself. So she keeps just making stupid mistakes. Like she'll kind of like turn her back without thinking or she won't, she doesn't really prioritize the right people. And she kind of goes to the wrong side of the battlefield. She like, he keeps kind of trying to take on like the immediate threats to like themselves, but like never to actually like the people around them. And there's a point like during the battle where they kind of look around themselves and just see all of these just dead and injured people and realize like the full gravity of their failure 
Um, and there's a moment in which she truly despairs. And I think at around that moment, like a siren comes in and gets her from behind and rips open her freshly stitched shoulder and she just drops her knives and kind of falls to her knees. And it's just like, just utterly despairing. Yeah, unfortunately you take a, one more pathos. So that would be another mark of fate um, yeah. and a divine favor if you have any or a mark of fate if you don't. I don't. That does unlock another boon, but my my death is swift coming. <laughs> oh dear! This is the final battle. We're going to get near the end. It's okay. It's I, okay. I will I will take a boon and upgrade another um, thing to an eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that it provides dramatic tension. So, Hemboculees, uh, um, how, how are you attempting to safeguard Melitea and how do you fail? So I've grabbed a sword and a shield and I've run up to the cliff where I'm picturing this happening <laughs> and, um, and I'm slashing down harpies that haven't relented. They've clearly thought on it and then come back for us and I'm slashing them down but I'm realising that it's... It's an eye for an eye. Every time one of them does an attack, I can defeat one of them. But there are so many that they're just picking off everyone else while I do so. And Melatea's there, but like I can only get one at a time. And they're just surrounding her. And um, and I manage to... I, I, I get scratches, I get cuts, I get bruises. And I manage to clock up an impressive headcount. But uh, not enough to save her, tragically. But... A shining beacon amidst this destruction is Kante, who All right. seizes um, victory from the go jaws clutch. of defeat for an hour. Uh, what does Kante do? Well, Kante is looking around. Kante is seeing Calliope's getting slashed up hardcore. Um, Himbocules has uh, stormed into the to the fray and is also um, getting getting pretty badly feathered by these uh, nasty harpies. And I think Kante is still feverishly strumming on the barbaton. But realizes, alright, um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go harder core than this, I guess. Boris is gonna rush up to the mast, bite through one of the ropes that Kante is gonna hold and and classic style elevator rope up to the top of the like crow's nest right and from up here of course there's the view of the caves there's the view of the mountain there's the view of the bay and Kante is going to begin to strum and Kante is going to they're, they're going to let the uh, the echo bouncing back from the like bay and the caves provide a harmony and just shift up a key and be like and play up, play a harmony against the against the echo, and really just try to like blast out as powerful a song as possible. And I'm invoking Aphrodite. So as they uh, as they reach the top, sunlight comes out from behind a cloud, and beauty, gl- a sunlight glint off their uh, off their shoulder length, red ringlets. And just try to be like as hot and powerful and like like just like strong in my music and my like yelling at these harpies to like see sense and join us and and just pull out all the stops really. 
Amazing. Like like that bit in a Eurovision song where it mm. changes key. Yeah. The whole emotional um the emotional feeling of the moment changes to a feeling of hope and wonder as the as the harpies stop in their slaughter and gaze um in adoration at this wonderful bard. Um <sighs> So you get to choose the um, domain of the finale, and also you get to choose what happens to the harpies if you win. Hibercules, you said you didn't pull out everything for this. Do you have anything else in you that you can pull out in the final, uh, the final fight? I do indeed. I have the, the last hurrah, because I didn't really know this person, but you guys I do know, and I need to protect you. I need to protect my crew and get this boat to Crete. Okay. Calliope. Uh, yeah? You're going to have to pull it together because we need to lend him Bocules our strength. I'm going to declare this final battle blood and valor. Ooh. Nice. It's not what I can do, but it's what you can do. My lord. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, so... Uh... Are Calliope and Kante um, supporting Hembocules in this, or mm-hmm, are they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I, so I think. Can... Um, also, I haven't marked off my pathos for losing. Um, so is that one pathos and one divine favor? Yes. And I don't have any divine favors. So you mark so a box a... of fate, but then you also get a boon. I'm I'm like doing the mental math, which is, I guess. Um. Because I'm very, I, I, I wanna, I wanna help Headley, but I can also help him by using Bond. And if we have more than one person rolling, we increase our chances of winning. Uh, if we also have like additional dice, and I do now have a D8 for Blood and Valor because I've got two boons because I'm dying. However, <laughs> because in order to fight them, you have to mark Pathos or Fate. In order to fight them because they're divine, you have to mark Pathos or Fate. I would have to mark three Fate. And that would take me up to seven fate out of twelve on just oh on this God. island. So I, I think, on your first uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to say it's a no. Uh, but um, but yes, I will I will support. Um, and yes, and we we'll just put support. it we just put it all in this cool. one roll. <laughs> but I can c- call Spirit call bomb. on you as a bond, can't I? Yeah, well, yeah. so basically, if if I support you, then you don't have to spend your bond. Um, yeah. But if you spend oh, bond, see. then I could roll as well. But if I roll as well, I would have to just default take at least two more points of fate, which can I don't I, think is worth it. Can I be supported and take a bond? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You could be supported by Kante and take a bond from Calliope. Um, okay, so I'm going to upgrade for my boon. I'm going to upgrade my epithet to a d8. I'm just going to roll the target number. Um, for this final part of the battle. Ah! What is oh, it? No, is that really I good? rolled an oh, 8 on dear. a D8. So that's 8 plus 5. 13. 13. TPK. Okay, so I've got, <laughs> I've got my Blood and Valor D8. I've got the Strong Limbed D8. I've got my D6 name. And I've got my D10 that I got from the Clash. I get Calipi's D6, yep. and I'm going to take a bond from Kente as well. Here it goes. Oh my heart's Can you invoke it? 14. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You love to see it. Golf god clap. fucking bless oh. him, Hercules. And it, 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 was, it was the D10 as well. The D10 gave me a 7. Okay, well, I think um, I, I can see um, 
I could see Kante on the up in the crow's nest um, jamming out these these harmonious tunes. Um, this mountain is my loop pedal. <laughs> um, and what I will do is, ooh, as, as the boat comes close to the cliff on which I'm fighting, I'm going to leap from the cliff over to the, the sails, grab onto the sails, onto a rope, ride it down, and much like you, cut one of these extraneous ropes that weren't doing anything that has a weight on it. Mm-hmm. So I shoot up to the top of the crow's nest with you. I hold Zeus's thunder truncheon up in the air. Let's add a light show to this performance. <laughs> I slash down all of the harpies around me and I go, Cease in the name of Zeus! And just lightning sheets out, smites down every single one of these harpies. Oh, apart from the ones who had retreated. All the ones still attacking, they're all smited all in one go and they all drop in the water and the water fizzes with their still warm harpies. And a little, everyone feels static as their hairs stand on end. And the smell of ozone in the air. Beautiful. Incredible. Now there's a scene of absolute carnage around you as the few remaining townsfolk who have survived are are cowering in their homes. The 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 body of Militia is laid out on the ground. Um, the bodies of the harpies are fizzing in the ocean. Um, and the few remaining harpies are... Um, are sort of cautiously flapping backwards to try and get away <laughs> from the lightning. Um, so, uh, and what is your decision with uh, what to do with these remaining harpies? Um, I think that they're the leader of the harpies, if there is one, the, the strongest harpy or the most powerful harpy or the smartest harpy, perhaps, um, will see the strength of our commitment, the power that Himbocules has, that if we were this strong, we simply could have just killed you all, but we're, we're not doing that. We're, um, we're, we're showing you that we mean business. Uh, and hopefully the, the, the valor of this battle and the strength of Himbocules will win over the, the, the strongest harpies to call a, a stop to this attack and that is exactly what happens the um the there's a harpy with a um with a, a a crown in the shape of lightning bolts around her head um and she calls out in a soft, awful screechy voice stop end the fighting they've clearly won loads of people are dead stop now um and so now you may converse with the harpies as you wish. I'm glad you've seen sense. We're giving you the thing you want. Oh, what? You're, yes. You're giving it that's... to us? Yes, he's trying to give you the pillar. Oh. Oh. Well, my bad. Yeah. You, you're not very bright, are you? <laughs> no. Well, we, we, we live in sky caves off the south coast yes. of the island. We're just, we're just kind of vibing. Bird brains the lot of you. Now... <laughs> If we can simply call a truce to this, leave these townspeople alone, return to you the pillar, uh, the, the, the rod of Zeus, or whatever it is, in the name of Zeus, since these town people, they, they clearly don't care for it. The, the priest is the one who gave it to the pirates in the first place. So 
Why don't we just call an end to this senseless violence? Clearly nobody knows what they want, except you, who wants this pillar. So just take it and leave. All right. Well, thank you. And also, it is the will of Zeus that this pillar be destroyed. And the remaining harpies all cluster around the pillar and start scrabbling at it with their claws. And uh, eventually, it takes a while, because their claws are not meant for smashing like solid stone, but eventually they do manage to smash it to smithereens. And, uh, uh, and while, they're, while they're trashing it, I'm just like, this is going to take a while. Calliope, Him- Himbocules... Pick up the gold while they're smashing it. Let's get on our way, shall we? is, like, bleeding out. She is on her way towards death. Like, she she has today gotten more than halfway, no, about a third of the way towards, like, her ultimate end. I think she is very badly injured and also very upset. Stop lying around. She just Pick like yourself up on, by your boots. On her back in the sand, covered in blood, she just lifts one hand to give you the finger. Uh, okay, <laughs> I suppose just lie there. We'll get we'll get uh we'll get swashbuckles and Stefan <laughs> will help collect the gold. I think Mahatius will also Mahatius uh, is a he's a hero amongst men for sure. Um I suppose Mela's dead. Yep. That is very sad. Ionestes is still cowering in a corner. I'm going to go up and talk to Ion. Cool. <laughs> what do you want? I suppose Ion. thank you for eventually Ion. getting rid of the harpies, but... Ion, would you mind telling me why you gave the pillar to those pirates? These these heathens were, were a bad thing here. They, they didn't look to her for for guidance anymore, and, and so I had to show them that her protection is is worth more. That her protection is is all we should be striving for. So you wanted to do damage to the townspeople to prove to them that you can be trusted as a leader and that your god is the one who should be helping by giving away another god's power. Well, if I'm just making sure I've got that all straightened out. When you put it like that, it does sound very bad. But trust me, I I, I thought it through very carefully. And, I don't uh, think you did, Ion. I really don't think that you did. Uh, well, um, I I would be very grateful if you uh, did spread it around the, the town. Townspeople! You have been betrayed by the very priest that calls himself your protector. I can't help but notice that now that the pillar is gone and the harpies aren't attacking you anymore and given that he is the one who gave the pillar away in the first place, I can't help but notice that your true leader lies dead on the ground while this craven coward stands before you as nothing but a betrayer. I I can't think of anywhere else to put him but to throw him into the sea. Um, And I think you hear a... uh, Like, it's it's quite a subdued cheer, but it's a cheer nonetheless. And I'm going to provide a very dramatic... A musical accompaniment while you hurl this craven fool into the arms of the ocean. They are they are somewhat um, wounded and uh, shuffling forward, but to be fair, Ionestes is is a pretty pathetic man, and uh, even even a bunch of wounded townsfolk are uh, are definitely going to overpower him, and so they 
they march him down to the dock and uh, they just chuck him in and uh, you can see his his hand reaching for the sky as he drowns and the bubbles start to fade and eventually All these dead no town more. people are on your hands, Ion. And so you have you have defeated the harpies, you've defeated the corrupt priest, and um although the the cost of the battle was high, the future is bright for the island. Um they uh, they do know, now know that they can defend themselves and uh, they um, have control of their wealth. And uh, apart from the stuff that you're taking for yourself, of course, mm-hmm. um, they do have, um, they can shape their destiny. And um, though they will be suffering from uh, grief for the, all the things they've lost, they do still have their homes and their livelihoods. So they have that to thank you for. And uh, so... Um, is there anything you'd like to do before you set off on your way? Um, yes, I suppose we better collect all of this gold. Um, and um, who are we going to give him Bocules' share to? Uh, the the pirates. pirates. Yes, well, certainly we can distribute the Tim Bocules' share amongst uh, the crew as a whole, including Stefan and, and Swashbuckles. I think we should we should be taking enough for for supplies for the. the oh, we're whole not ship giving away our and... share. We're just giving no. away your share. We're just giving away your share. We've got the whole mine. We can just make sure everyone has enough. But yes. For what they need. You said. <laughs> Gold is not important. You said that you don't need the money. Okay, I don't need the money. I right. just want to make sure everyone is looked after yes. and everyone has food. We're getting, we're has... distributing the money to the crew. They can purchase the food. Can I be just like, it's like coughing blood in the background. Just like, I, just get the gold. Let's, let's go. I think Aristides is helping you, Kante, like, you know, carry like, I guess, mm-hmm. small bags and things. Um, but she's, I, I think she's probably going to go off and do her emo thing for a second. So she's going to kind of go off whilst this discussion is happening about the gold and kind of go off into a cliff. And I think she'll have like maybe picked up like a, a necklace or something that was around Melatea's neck. And she's going to just kind of get on her knees on the cliff in front of like this open ocean, very bloody and kind of like just like clutch like the her own kind of bronze pendant around her neck, which kind of has um, the uh, caduceus of, of Hermes on it. And she's going to sort of try not to cry and probably cry a bit but not in a way that anyone can see um, a single tear kind of way yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, in the, the emo way um, and she's going to have a moment where she's just going to be like I don't I'm going to die out here and you don't care and neither does anyone else cool I'm sorry I, I let you down and she's going to kind of like bury the little thing that she took from Militaire and kind of pray over it and then she's going to get back up slowly dif- with difficulty with all of the injuries and come back like dripping blood to the rest of the group. Imbericles is just like have some bloody wine Calipi we're celebrating I'm already having some. It will be bloody when I have it yes and so as your ship sails away into the mists seeking another adventure we leave our heroes for today but we will be back soon. We're now gonna record our special little uh, Agon Admin episode where we uh, follow the heroes through their little bit of downtime aboard the ship. So if you want to hear that, you can head on over to Patreon uh, to find out how the heroes get on in the more chill times. Agon Admin. Agon Admin. Agon Admin. Yes.
But first of all, I would like to ask each of our players where we can find you and uh, where we can listen to you in the pod sphere. So starting off with James. Well, you can find me at Barbarosaphone on Twitter, though you probably shouldn't. Um, my, uh, I, I do work on another show, uh, The Orphans, uh, created by Zachary Fortesgom, uh, co-creator of uh, Rums of Power and Glory as well. Um, and, uh, you know, you can you can check out the other series on this uh, on this feed. It's ones that both Zach and I have worked very hard on, so please do. Wonderful. And Ella? I've been Ella Watts. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at G-E-J Watts, where I post about all sorts of things, mostly my work and being gay. Speaking of my work, if you want to know more about it, then Doctor Who Redacted is a Doctor Who audio drama that is very gay and very trans uh, that is now available worldwide on all podcatchers, which means that you can listen to it on the same app that you're using to listen to Realms of Peril and Glory right now. Uh, check that out if you'd like to. If you want to check out more of my work, there's a free app called Zombies Run, which you can download. It's an interactive audio drama and fitness gaming app. I think it's pretty cool. I'm a voice director there. And finally, if you enjoy my approach to tabletop gaming, then you can check out the tabletop game I made called Upriver Downriver. Upriver Downriver is a game about rebuilding peace in the ruins of war, but it's also about being gay on a boat. Uh, it's a fun time, and if you want to order that book either as a PDF or in a hard copy, then sign up to MacGuffin and Company's uh, newsletter, which is on their website, and you will be kind of alerted first when those books are available to pre-order and indeed just to buy, which should be pretty cool it's going to be towards the end of this year and i'm really excited about it uh yeah that's me thank you awesome and finally headley i'm the co-creator of the sci-fi sitcom we fix space junk uh, which is about two women hurtling around the solar system or around the galaxy in fact uh fixing things and trying not to get killed in the process um you can find that show at we fix space junk on twitter search we fix space junk on any of your podcatchers and you can find me on Twitter at Headley underscore K. Fabulous. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do, including uh, my Doctor Who discussion podcast, The Empty Children, where we look at the Russell T. Davis eras of Doctor Who, uh, including many, many wonderful members of Realms of Peril and Glory as guests. And you can also support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash lightandtragic. You can follow Realms of Peril and Glory on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RealmsPod. You can also click the link in the description for RPG merch. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye! Goodbye! Bye! Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.